Welcome to Chan Cat. I'm your host, Max Chan, and this is a weekly segment where I provide my own thoughts and insights based on this past week's episode. And this past week's episode, I spoke with Gene Tian on how to overcome bullying in the workplace to take back your career. I had an insightful discussion with Jean in this past week's episode on bullying. She was highlighting her own experience with being the receiver of bullying and provided strategies on how she overcame it to help my listeners who are currently dealing with bullying in the workplace to tackle it head on, stand their ground, and take back their career. Which begs the question, why do professionals stay in toxic company cultures if they are not being treated fairly and with respect. Although it may seem straightforward when it comes to leaving a toxic work environment or working with people that are bullying you by simply handing in your resignation letter and look at other opportunities, there are obviously a lot of other factors at play. So in this episode of ChanCap, I'm going to highlight five reasons why professionals stay at toxic cultures and don't do anything about it. The first is the compensation. If you are working an entry-level job or a job in middle management, there are tons of those jobs out there. So it isn't as hard to leave a job that is in a toxic environment. However, the higher you go up the corporate ladder, the less availability of those jobs there are. So for example, if you are making, let's say 200K as a VP at a big company, the chances of you getting that equivalent salary somewhere else may not be there. And there are additional perks and benefits as well, especially if you've worked at a company for a certain period of time. So if you start over from scratch, you might lose some of those perks and benefits that you were given due to your tenure at your current company. Which leads me to my next point of fear. As I mentioned before, if you move higher up the ladder, it may be harder to find a salary that's equivalent to what you're looking for. So the fear of not being able to find something that's equivalent or better may make them not want to make a move. There's also the other factor is the fear of the unknown. Even though there is bullying and the culture is toxic, they know what to expect. So they'll try to handle it as best as they can. There's always a risk when it comes to going to a new company. So there is that fear that even though the situation at their current company is not favorable, there is a risk that if they go to another company, it could be even worse. And the fact that they're starting fresh, they may realize that they have to be at that company for a certain period of time before they're able to leave. And that leads me to my third point in terms of getting used to things or the proper term of complacency. People are creatures of habit. And sometimes these habits are good and sometimes these habits are bad. So even though, for example, you're not happy with where you are right now, you're so used to it that the why power isn't strong enough for you to want to make a move. It goes back to that comfort zone. Even though it's a toxic culture, deep down, you don't want to make a move because you feel comfortable. So if you want to really make change, you will have to push yourself out of your comfort zone to make that happen. The fourth point is relationships. Yes, there might be some toxic employees in the workplace, but there are probably some people that you get along with at work and you want to keep those relationships. For example, let's say that you are part of a team and this manager bullies everybody on the team. You might feel that by leaving them, you are ditching them and feeling disloyal. But the biggest lesson that I have learned is that you have to be 100% in control of your career. 
I've heard so many stories of how someone got laid off and the people that were not laid off never reached out to this person to see how they were doing. And at the end of the day, if you are truly good friends with your coworkers, you are doing them a disservice of staying in that toxic environment. The right approach is for you to leave, find a better opportunity, and potentially bring these people over from your old company to the new one. That is providing a proactive solution for a toxic problem. And the fifth and final point I want to make that I believe is the main reason why people stick and work at toxic cultures is the lack of confidence in themselves to find something better. Deep down, if someone's in a toxic work culture and they're not doing anything about it, it really boils down to lack of confidence. They can make all the excuses about why they need to stay at this toxic work environment, the good compensation package, having good camaraderie with some of the coworkers, already used to a certain system so they don't want to learn anything new. But these are all attributes to not wanting to take action because they don't feel confident that they can make a move that will make their life better. But I promise you that if you put in the time and the work, you will always find a better opportunity where you'll get paid more, you'll have better work-life balance, and you'll be working in an environment that you'll enjoy and you will not have what is termed as the Sunday scaries. So this is my action step for you if you're currently in a work environment that is toxic. The first is have an exit date. What I mean by that is go to your calendar and pick a date in the not so distant future on when you plan to quit the company. And the reason why this is important is because you want to envision that goal. Because if you say, I'm gonna start looking tomorrow and if I find something that I like, I'll eventually make a move. It's very general, it's not a specific goal. I understand that when it comes to job search and interviewing at companies, it does take some time to actually land an offer with so many interview rounds at companies nowadays. But just having an exit date that you plan to quit your job will really help put into focus and get your mind right in terms of taking action to actually make that happen. Once you set a date in the not so distant future, try to pick a date somewhere between three to six months from now because that on average is how long it takes for someone to find a new opportunity. So once that's done, start doing your research, whether it's networking and talking to people that are in roles you're interested in or at companies that you want to work at. Try to get some information. And then at that point, you'll know where you'll fit in terms of your current skills. And talking to enough of these people, you're able to work backwards in terms of what you need to do to make that action happen. Once you've done this, then you can start updating your resume, your cover letter, and your LinkedIn profile. Make sure that your LinkedIn profile doesn't alert your network of updates because then people at your company might get suspicious. So then once you have your foundational components done, you've done your research in terms of where you want to go, then you can start applying to jobs, start networking for potential referrals, or even go back to the people you talk to to see if there's any openings and start actioning your plan. Now, you don't have to spend tons of hours on this because I know you're working a full-time job. And if you're in a toxic environment, it can be very draining to work a toxic job and look for a job on the side. But I promise you that if you spend one or two hours a day and do it over the long term, you will get to your goal. So stop selling yourself short and start being more proactive in your career because everybody deserves to have a work environment that they look forward to going to, be compensated fairly, and work with people that they enjoy being around. Life is too short to work at toxic environments, at jobs you don't like. And that wraps up this week's edition of ChanCap. As a reminder, if you're a professional that is looking to take their career to the next level, make sure to check out 
and join my private Facebook group, Career Advice with Chan with a Plan. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to join. And in this group, I post daily content on career-related topics, such as the job search and moving up the corporate ladder. As this edition of ChanCap is talking about how to be proactive in finding an opportunity that fits your skill set, in next week's episode, I'm going to be talking to professional that moved to a brand new city and changed careers at the same time. I've had guests that talk about changing careers or moving new cities, but I've never talked to someone that moved cities and changed careers at the same time. So this is definitely an episode worth listening to if you're thinking about doing the same thing. Because it is possible to change your careers and start a fresh new chapter of your life in a new city. It will be out next Tuesday on all popular podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Again, this is Chan with The Plan, the podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, and I thank you for listening.